Welcome to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Ian McNaughton. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, back making another appearance on the pod, Scotty K, uh, off paid vacation. Hope you enjoyed it, man. I loved it. It was great. Good to be on vacation. Got my exams done. We're done school now. So we're we're living back in Squamish too, back in the sunshine on the seaside coast and we're uh, we're loving it. So yeah, he's he's working out of his uh, secret location on Mamcom Road in Squamish. If you get the chance to go see him, go go visit him. Uh, and also joining us today, uh, our, our our good friend Tanner. Uh, you're in Richmond, right, Tanner? You're still in Richmond. Correct. Yeah. All right. Uh, UBCO uh, student, uh, friend of the pod. Uh, I got a whole list of stuff I could name off about you and what I know you do, but uh, introduce yourself to people who might not be aware of you or what you're doing right now. Sure. Hello, everyone. My name is Tanner. I'm out here in sunny Richmond. I'm currently a second year student at UBCO. And other than that, I like hockey. So that's what I have in common with the Ian and Scott here. Um, we were talking about crypto, though. We were talking about crypto. Oh, yeah. Crypto. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin. Doge. We've been, we've been talking um, about that. Yeah, the markets aren't looking too good today. It's, <laughs> Bitcoin's a little bit down. Can't hold 70K. <laughs> Canadian? I don't know, man. It's questionable, but Ethereum's going. Not a, not a great day if you're investing. We're recording this on Tuesday night, by the way, May the 4th. So happy Star Wars Day, uh, everybody. If uh, if you like Star Wars, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Star Wars guy. I know Scott's a Star Wars guy. I, I'm sure yep. Tanner's a Star Wars guy. Yep. So Watch them all. Watch them all. Yeah. Uh, do you that, have- that, even the, the part of us uh, watching Empire Strikes Back still probably one of my favorite pods of all time. Just us bullshitting for like the whole oh, movie. Terrific, yeah. Uh, Tanner, do you have a favorite Star Wars ep- episode? No, I just enjoy it all. Okay, all right. I don't have any complaints about movies. I I enjoyed the the three after two. I didn't have any complaints about those. Yeah, you see, I didn't mind those either. But I know some like hardcore fans are really upset when I say they weren't as bad as everyone says, but. What do I know? I again, I'm just some guy with a hat. Um, you also do uh, is it so Psy for Youth BC? That's correct. Yeah. And explain what that is because that's a really cool platform for people who are interested in the sciences to grow and learn about sciences. But so just chat about that for a second. Okay. Right, yeah. Psy for Youth BC is a platform where we um, kind of present different career opportunities to the general audience kind of like from high school to maybe like second year university students and the idea behind that was because you know going into university you kind of have all these different career paths that you don't really know which one you want to do so like for instance like oh I wanted to be a doctor but then there's different types of doctors so what we did was we um, catered to the general audience where we showed like different doctors and as well as in the different STEM areas. So like science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And it just kind of gives, allows um, the audience to see the kind of like the broad areas of maybe this, that certain sector of science or tech. So it, like it keeps your mind open to all the different possibilities they can go into. So I, I have you written down as the founder. I don't know if you're the actual founder or just least like how many of how many of you are involved with this project and are taking part of it right now? Um right now it's five of us. I was kind of the one that came up with the idea and then asked some of my friends if they wanted to help me. So there's five of us. Okay, cool. And you're doing biochem right now, correct? Yes. Yep. 
Okay. Uh, well, Scott just left, so that's cool. So I guess it's just you and me, big guy. No, but you so you're doing biochem right now, and yes. now you're back. Uh, so you're doing biochem. Uh, why should people? What? Because you're done. You've done two years, two or three years at UBCO. Completed two now. Completed two. Okay. Um, why should people get into the biochem or the sciences or like sci for youth BC? What, what, why do you think people should be interested or should take a, take a look in that career path? Oh man. Coming out hard with these questions. It's a loaded question. I know, but I mean, I mean, I'm interested here because if for people don't know, like Tanner's like one of the smartest guys I know in terms of just science. No, 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 no offense, Scott uh tanner is like one of the smartest guys i know and one of the most like knowledgeable people about it but why why oh, should one thousand percent i agree with you there why why like should people be interested in this sort of thing or why should they look into the sciences as a career path you know like inspiration comes from like all around us and for me personally it was like the mythbusters watching the mythbusters growing up and all those cool science experiments like oh yeah i want to do that but then you kind of get to a point where you really like oh not all science is like shooting guns around like <laughs> a corner or blowing up things you know um but there's science all around us you know like everything's kind of made of science if you look into that different perspective like there's like physics and and uh stuff around your room as well as like the chemistry and the materials you use in your hair and like the biology biology side, like why the plants grow and why we're allowed to have food and how the insects interact with it and pollinate with it. So it's just science is called all around us. And there's, there's so many interesting things you can do with the science. So that's what drew me to it. Um, going forward into the future with kind of our society going into tech, there's like a lot more newer opportunities. So like with Bitcoin, there's like blockchain. So people can go in that route, which is uh, exciting and um growing a um, sector of science in the technology realm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's just there's so much to do with science that I, I really enjoy. You, you mentioned Mythbusters. What's your favorite Mythbusters episode or experiment they did? Do you have, a le- if you don't have one, like name a couple, but is there one like that's like your favorite go-to? Yikes. Uh, I can't, I can't think of any episodes off the top of my my head, but I know uh, Grant was my favorite Mythbuster. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other thing, so you mentioned, we, we've been talking, you and I at least have been talking about cryptocurrency for like, That's correct. Yeah. I don't know, like last few months now. Um, Scott is big into crypto. You can tell Scott, Scott's eager to talk about this, but Dude. can you, can you for like, again for my dumb brain like kind of explain it in like dummy terms because i still don't understand like i get that it can now we have like nfts are becoming a big thing right like nfts are becoming huge can you like explain for at least a dummy like myself again how does this crypto work and what am i actually if i want to invest in bitcoin what am i actually investing in okay yeah so i guess we'll just use bitcoin as the example because everyone knows that but pretty much um, back in the day, Satoshi Nakamoto, which is a, um, an alias for the person or people who created Bitcoin is still not known. Um, they just kind of, I guess, a ghostwriter for the white paper of Bitcoin. So um, Bitcoin is kind of like the cryptocurrency, the, the underlying um, technology is called the blockchain, which is a distributed ledger amongst uh, computers around the world. 
Um, and the reason why this uh, blockchain technology is really um, cool is because it's kind of stored on each computer wherever there's a node, which would be the computer validating the, the network. So it's unhackable because there's no single point of failure. Because if you think about it, cryptocurrency, when say I want to send money from Vancouver here over to Shanghai, it has to go through like middlemen, right? So mm -hmm. it has to go like through New York and then through like Abu Dhabi and then over to Shanghai. And then you lose a percentage of each um, transaction that the person has to handle, right? So Bitcoin eliminates the middlemen by just sending um, the money, which would be in Bitcoin, over to the other computer that the person can receive. And what's good about this is because there's no single point of failure that you don't really have to pay much in transaction fees or anything like that. So it's unhackable. So you won't lose your cryptocurrency or your money that you're sending. But I was going to say, so there, what did you say? There's like, there's only 22,000 actual Bitcoins in existence. Yeah. There's only 21 million ever. 21 million. Okay. That are ever going to exist. And okay. the last one's predicted to be mined around 2100, I think. 2100 yeah around wow. there that's insane so, um go ahead go ahead okay so the reason why we're kind of seeing this bull run now where it's just going up 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 is um because every four years bitcoin halves so like when you're on the the blockchain and because you send a transaction to so say ian sends a transaction to scott the miners or the other nodes the computers in the network have to validate the transaction so they get reward. They get reward for mining that block that gets put on the blockchain with a little bit of Bitcoin. So I think the reward right now per block for um, Bitcoin is six point two five Bitcoin, and then every four years that will happen. So it'll go to three point one two five, and then that kind of acts as an anti-inflation mechanism. So it gets scarcer and scarcer. Because yeah, I'm just looking at CNBC right now. Like Bitcoin's like. One Bitcoin is 53,000, and I'm guessing US because it's CNBC, mm -hmm. but it's just insane. Yeah. And so you're saying just... that over time, there'll be less and less Bitcoin in existence because of the de inflation measures that are being taken are taking place. So there's already going to be a fixed number of Bitcoin in existence, but the right. amount that you can mine yeah. per block is, it gets less and less. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. And and then this Dogecoin, oh my goodness, such a meme. I don't know why people are buying into it. It's such a hype train. Is that, well, that's just what the world is now. It's just hype trains and just fucking memes that goes, like this whole Reddit thing. So Doge is now up to, it says, uh, 55 cents mm -hmm. for Doge. 20, 25% change in the last 24 hours. That's ridiculous. It's crazy. Uh, and Doge, so if you don't, Doge is like the coin with the dog, right? If you don't know what Doge is, uh, which I think even Cuban invested in recently, I, I, I want to say. Mark Cuban invested in pretty recently. Yeah, I think he's allowing uh, people to pay in Doge for Maverick tickets. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. It's a, such a Mark Cuban thing to do, though, right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if in my generation, like, I mean, so our friend Armin, who go, he does business at the University of Alberta, he's kind of the marketing director here at SYP. He was giving me the spiel about how, you know, crypto is taking over, Bitcoin's taking over, you won't need banks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, 
I'm sure you will. I just don't know if it's going to happen in my generation. Like, I think it's just like generations down the line that's happening. Yeah, I can think I can kind of attest to that. Like right now, I think we're still in early stages of adoption. Um, kind of, we're starting to see institutional buying from big banks and, you know, Tesla having Bitcoin on their balance sheet. So slowly but surely we'll work our way up to um, full adoption, but it's not going to get phased out like right away. We'll still need banks for most of the world and less economically developed countries, but we'll start to see a transition here soon, I believe. I was going to say also uh, Tesla stock went is down like 11 points today. I think it is not great for not, not great for Tesla. Um, I also uh, did some research. So you are, are you, so you're an on ice official with the Richmond minor hockey association, Tanner. Yeah. yeah. Well, just BC hockey, BC hockey. Okay. So not just, not just Richmond, just BC hockey. Okay. Um, good, fun fact. SYP creator Scott, also former referee. So <laughs> you guys can keep me in line here if I say anything wrong or do anything stupid. Um, yep. how, what, how, how did you get into refereeing? And was it kind of like the Scotty way of just you loved hockey, so you want to keep doing more, like get into the rink as much as you can, do as much hockey-related stuff as you can? Or why did you get into the officiating part of the game, Tanner? Oh, good question. Um I think just to see a different perspective and uh, gain valuable skills. Also, it's always nice to be paid to uh, go out there and on the ice and boss around little kids. Like just the Timbits guys, you just like tell them to just like stop it, don't do that. Yeah, you gotta kind of direct them yeah. to the face off dot, like right here, guys. Oh man, so, you have to move in the face off position and actually put it in the right spot for him. It's pretty funny, actually. Do you have a good refereeing yeah, story, Tanner? Because uh, Scott mm. Scott told his good refereeing story the last time you were on here, Scott. I guess it was. Um, so Tanner, 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 do you have a good referee refereeing story that you can Ooh, share on here? Nothing pops to mind instantly. I don't know. It's been a, it's been a while. I haven't been on the ice since November 9th yeah. or something. But had a had a few fights last year that you had to get in and. While you're getting in there, the elbows are coming up, so you're like they're knocking your visor up, and your whistle's getting bent in there. But um, I can't think of anything that comes right to mind right away. But I do have to say that the first few years, you don't get a lot of action because you're doing like the tikes and the smaller kids. But once you start getting up to the higher levels, maybe like around bantam, that's where it starts to get fun and exciting. It's so have you so you the highest you've refed is bantam. Have you done like midget or anything higher than? Yeah. Okay. Uh, done. Uh, what's what's what are the Okanagan Rockets called? What league's that? At the major oh, midget. Yeah, yeah major, major midget. Yeah, I did in um yeah. October um, last year. I did a BCHL game uh, exhibition game. Oh wow! So that was interesting and tough. That's and it. Those, those kids just yap at you. Was what was the BCHL game you you did? was that in Surrey? Uh, Langley versus. Uh, let me check the I have the game puck right here. Langley oh, nice. versus oh, I think it was Coquitlam. Nice, interesting. Well, um, that's pretty good actually. The other the other thing, so Tanner, the other thing I know about you, you enjoy chess. You're a big chess guy. Cool. You need to teach me how to play chess because I get my ass kicked by my brother all the time in chess. Actually, that, actually, that would be a good SYP like tournament it's just you versus neil best of seven chest 
or something like that Ooh, and just see that would be good we could we could definitely set that up i think uh, i think uh, lee chess has the ability to put on tournaments and then i can teach you the london system that's my go-to that's your go-to yeah especially okay, with right. white and then sometimes i play the sicilian with black Okay, I'll keep that in mind because my brother, my brother will be listening. He he will he'll be keen on knowing that you know, he's always studying, always learning, and I'm just never good enough. I can never compete with him. Have uh, you watched um, the Queen's Gambit? I've not watched Queen's Gambit. Uh, that's your go. Is that your go-to Netflix show right now? Um, I finished that a while ago, but I think okay. it's definitely interesting. Uh, a lot of drama happens in there, and it's interesting. It, I just I think it would have been nicer if you could see the chessboard more. In All right, I've, I haven't seen it, but I'll keep that in mind. More chessboard for the Queen Queen's Gambit producers, directors. More mm-hmm. chessboard. Uh, I was gonna say, speaking of officiating and refereeing, uh, do you want to talk about the Tom Wilson? I, I guess that's something we could go into and, and talk about a little bit. Uh, who? Tom Wilson, if you don't know, uh, Monday uh, basically just pulled Artemi Panarin's hair down and just dragged him and body slammed him onto a nice surface. Um, $5,000 fine for uh, Tom Wilson, which is essentially the same as Juju Smith-Schuster gets for wearing his socks too low in a football game, but that's that's just the world we live in now. Um, Scott, I'll go to you first. Your, your thoughts on the whole Tom Wilson dilemma thing that we've seen? Oh, that's always it's honestly still a developing situation but i think yes yeah man that that was not cool like if you're gonna do that to someone don't pick on panarin who's a top 10 player in this league don't don't do that to bushnevich who's an, a elite and a good player in his own right like he's doing it to the wrong players he's not that's not his place to do that you're making the playoffs this is a nothing game the rangers are done they're done done correct me if i'm wrong on that but i'm pretty sure they're done um, but it's why, like he should, I mean, he should get at least five games being that he's a repeat offender. And like, if the NHL is going to protect their stars, they need to put big fines on players like him. Enough said. Uh, Tanner, your thoughts on the Tom Wilson situation. I only really got a glimpse of it once, but there's no, there's no place in the game for any of that. And I think a $5,000 fine is just a slap on the wrist for him. I mean, it's, it's atrocious and not a good look for the league. The league should have asked for one Bitcoin from Tom Wilson. <laughs> Two Bitcoins, maybe. Um, no, I... Uh, there's so many things, like Scott says too, it is a developing story, but there's so many things wrong with this and so many ways this could have been handled better. Um but again, this is just the league. That's who the that's who Tom Wilson is. That's who the Caps are. That's how this league is operating. That's how they do it. Is just like, well, that's a part of the game, and it's like, well, we can't worry about that. That's just who they are. Tom Wilson probably should be suspended five, six games. He is a repeat offender. I don't know. I just. I can't. I can't be shocked. I can't be shocked. I can't be surprised because that's just who they are and how this all is. If that makes sense. I think, uh, like again, to like putting Panarin in a vulnerable position with like no helmet and just like slamming him down the ground. Uh, that just doesn't sit right with me. 
No, because if it was any other sport, they would have been like, you get an automatic 10-game suspension for doing that to one of the star players. Like, if somebody did that to Patrick Mahomes or yeah. LeBron James or whatever, I don't know if James doesn't really have hair, but you get the point. If you just throw, you like, choke slam a guy down onto the ground, it's not a good look. That's just how, just how it is. But did, we'll you, see. did you see him in the penalty box after? He's like, ooh, like... Yeah, like a fourth grader. Like, that's, like, so childish. I don't get it. Something you do when you're playing pickup basketball as a joke. You don't do that in the NHL. <laughs> yeah, you're not doing that in I the just, I see Ian doing that on the court this summer, though. Let's be real. Yeah, I'll do it on the Ian court. Ian would do that on the court. Yeah, I do it on the court when yeah. I, like, you know, get a rebound and then I put it back up. But not because I just, when you, like... When you post to me, yeah, okay. Yeah, but not when I, like, fucking drag somebody down onto the ice and then like oh look at me i'm a big tough guy it's like no you just drag down on tammy panarin like no shit what did you expect was gonna happen i don't know yeah uh he's only fact. like 5 11, 176 or 175 panarin is he's uh, not fun, a big guy so fun fact, no they, to do that. they play on wednesday by the way at madison square garden on prime time uh on nbcsn in the states um Definitely gonna be watching that. Might have to watch that one. That that here's the yeah. thing. That that's maybe that's what the NHL's you know end game was for just just for this fucking thing to get good TV ratings for Wednesday night hockey. I don't know. Um, Tanner, you're also a Canucks fan, aren't you? I, I believe you are. A little bit. I, I, I don't know. I I feel like as I've gotten older, I haven't really watched the, like NHL anymore, but. Yeah, I, I well, guess I can okay. see I'm a Canucks fan. Well, that's okay, man. I mean, I, I I know when I was younger, I used to be like a way bigger, not way bigger, but like, yeah, probably way bigger. I knew a lot more what was going on in the league at the time compared to now. Like now I'm just all over the place and just scatterbrained. Um, who's your favorite Canuck, Tanner? Do you have a favorite a guy you like on the Canucks? Ooh, um, let's just go with Bo, Bo Horvat. He's a good player. Can't go wrong with he that. He's a good player. Um, because I was watching the Canucks last night against the Oilers, and they look like they're trying to make a comeback. That's another thing. I don't even think the Canucks should be playing either right now with all the COVID shit that they've had to go through. That's they're not crazy. healthy enough to play. No, they're definitely not one hundred percent. Um, can I just jump in here quickly? Please do. This is speak your piece. You can um, say whatever you want. What do you think about like Alex Goddard and kind of the situation with that? Like, I think he got it first, and kind of pass it along to the rest or that's the rumor and then the boys were mad and kind of wanted him traded and out of there so what are your thoughts on that the god that thing is weird because like i heard a bunch of rumors he went to whistler i heard a bunch of rumors that he went out to a restaurant which he could because the restrictions here allowed you to go out to restaurants at the time um where there's smoke there's fire like where I feel like there's at least like something to be said, like there's, there's some truth to it. I think I feel like there, I mean, it is also convenient that he is a bottom six player who probably wasn't getting top, top six time with Vancouver anyways. So it probably just helps them moving up, moving him out. But I don't, I, I don't totally buy that the reason you traded him was because he wasn't good enough. Cause I like him. I think God, that's a good player. I think he was, you know, 
good for what he was offering you and the role he served, but Scott might be able to comment on it better or might have a different opinion than me. He wasn't the right fit on the Canucks. He was, he's projected as a second, you know, a middle six forward who with offensive potential. And he was playing with guys that weren't going to help him get there. And in Chicago, he'll probably get a better chance at that. You look at someone like Sam Bennett. He's a, actually a great example in this, in this scenario. Um, both Sam Bennett and um, Goddard were both kind of like just waffling. They're like early careers. They weren't sure what was going on. Bennett's gone to Florida. He's put on a show. He's playing with, I think he's playing with Barkov. Maybe playing with Barkov and Huberto. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Not the point, but point like point being that he just probably just needed a fresh start and maybe you'll get that in Chicago because he is American, isn't he? Sam Bennett? He went to BC, I think, or, Boston College. Or Adam Goddard. No, um, Adam got it. Uh, I think Adam got it. Adam got it. Is, right. is yeah. American. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, yeah. born, born in Massachusetts. So being in Chicago will help him with that. Yeah. Um, do you think Tanner that he was the re, you know he was the scapegoat for the team's COVID issues? Uh, it's quite possible. Uh, it'd be nice to maybe hear like what the dialogue that was happening in the change room and what the consensus it was with the guys, but it's un- very just unfortunate that everyone seemed to get it. And, you know, not knowing that they brought it home to their wives and stuff as a pretty scary thing. I, I don't, I don't wish it upon any of my enemies, but going back to the original um, point, I think there's maybe some truth to it. Like you said, I, I, and I would hope that they wouldn't trade him just because he brought COVID into, like, I don't think that's totally fair to the guy either. I could, I think he was just following restrictions and I don't think anyone intentionally willingly goes out either to get COVID or knows they have COVID. Yep. Um, but that's just me. And who knows, maybe he, like Scott says, has a better fit in Chicago and he enjoys it and, Find more success with the Blackhawks. I I really don't know. I just enjoyed I enjoyed watching him for what he was worth, and maybe it's uh, it's an improvement getting out of Vancouver. The rent's expensive here, anyways. <laughs> uh, um. Any other any other hockey stuff you want to talk about, Scott? Uh, my Red Wings, I think, have more points than your Ducks, which is cool. Ooh, shots fired. Yeah, it's fine. I want Owen Power, so I want Owen to Power, so I'm happy with that. I'm okay. I am. I I don't know how this play like draft thing is going to go in terms of getting players. I have no idea what it's going to look like. Um. Yeah, it's going to be that's going to be another pod that we'll have to go in depth with for sure. Yes. Um. So, Tanner, the other thing I the other thing I know. I think you, I, I don't know. I did research on you. I, I looked you up online. Uh, LinkedIn? I, I, yeah, I checked LinkedIn. Uh, I know you enjoy fishing, right? Yes, that's true. All right. I, I, I also could kind of tell by the camo shirt. I don't think that was a total <laughs> giveaway, but like <laughs> definitely might have helped. Um, where's your favorite fishing spot? Because I want to. Ch- I don't want to talk about COVID anymore. I want to change the subject a little bit more positive. Where's your favorite fishing spot? Ooh. And what's and what's the biggest fish you ever caught? Saltwater or freshwater? Your cho- your choice. Okay. Your, um, you, can, you can give you give one of each if you like. 
Okay, saltwater up in my buddy's cabin on the Sunshine Coast. I think it's like, you know that mill? Um, I forget the name of the mill, but it's like right across from... Uh, poor, it's, it's a poor melon. Yes, that's it. Poor melon, yes. Every two or four years, they have a pink run. So you can go out there and catch a few as they go up the stream. Um, not sure how big it was, but you know, fisherman's tail is always bigger than what it seems. <laughs> <laughs> and then freshwater, there's quite a bit, quite a few lakes. Um, behind Peachland for I stay okay, in the yeah. summertime. Um, but there's a few that I haven't had a lock-in, a lock-in, um, but there's a few creeks up there, like Deep Creek and Trepanier Creek that you can catch a few trout there. And, you know, sometimes you, you take them home if they're the right size and clean them up and have some nice fish on the barbecue. But it's just awesome to be out there on the water. You, you ever been to Penasque? I think so, yeah. Because I, I think I, I was, it's been like over 10 years since I went to Panath, but I remember going like 10 years, like went a couple times, maybe 10 plus years ago. And I remember like the fish just being like catching fish for days, essentially going camping, catching fish there. I like to go back there and see, I remember the road was a bitch getting in there because it's all dirt and gravel roads when you mm -hmm. get in there, right? That's, um, the, that's the one by the mine, right? Yeah, by the, by the uh, is it the Brenda mine? Yeah, I think there's two though. There's, there's, a, lake. Random mine, yeah. there's a Random lake mine. right by yeah. sort of the mine. And then further down the dirt road, there's another lake, which I think is Duck Lake, maybe? I don't know. Oh, I think you might be right. Uh, the, I might have to Google that. But I know uh, Penasque was the one I was going to ask you about. And there's another spot. <sighs> Shit, I can't remember what it is. But it, it's somewhere in, in like Peachland, not quite like Kelowna. Oh, headwaters? No, it had another name to it. I Silver Lake? Oh, Shannon Lake, maybe. Possibly. I can't remember. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna remember this at the worst possible time. And like then it's not gonna be good for podcast content. Um but yeah, what's the and the biggest fish you ever caught? Do you think you, you can remember? Oh, probably like a foot. No, not a big one. No. Not a big one. They they don't get too big out there. Maybe like No. They're like just small like pond trout. It's when you get onto the ocean, like I, I remember, I, I have like a friend, family friends who are in like Oak Bay on the island, and we used to go out uh, near Souk, and like okay. you can get you can get some good fish out near Souk. Highly recommended for those who are listening and are trying to plan a fishing trip. Highly recommend che checking out Souk and getting out to the uh, you know west coast of the island. Uh, Scott, do you have any good fishing? I was gonna say. I Scott, do actually. Yeah, I was gonna get that. So. I've been up to Haida Gwaii twice, and one of the times we went on a boat, and I think, obviously, I was like 12 years old, so I had a lot of help, but I think I helped, got reeled in like a 60-pound halibut. Oh, hell yeah. And we, we ate it that night. Um, but yeah, that's, again, that's Haida Gwaii, so again, the fish up there, unreal, and if you act, like, for real, if you're looking for a good place to um, go fishing, go there, Helijet shameless plug um sponsors and does all the flying of um people and stuff to tune from lodges and stuff and it's uh yeah Hadagua is a good place and it's pretty cool the fish up there are built different <laughs> they are built different yeah no kidding well, that's some real fishing there that's for sure yeah so uh you gotta if you're looking for a fishing trip maybe not this summer either in terms of traveling maybe don't travel this summer uh, especially if it's not in your region, uh, travel region or health region, same thing. 
Um, but yeah, you got a bunch of, you're looking for a good fishing trip. I, I've been meeting, the other thing, because uh, I want to do a fishing trip again, but the other thing was that Armin was trying to get us to go on a houseboat last summer, Scott, remember that? Where he was saying we should rent this houseboat on like Pitt Lake, and he thought that would be a great idea. I can't tell if he's, but who is this? Sorry? Do you remember when Armin was suggesting that we go on a uh, houseboat? Armin. Oh, yeah, right. Of course. Yeah, right. You ever been to Pitt Lake, Tanner? Where's that? Uh, under the Port Man. Or, no, that's the Fraser. It's um, not Under the Port Man. But what's the other bridge I'm thinking of? Um, I go, the, one you, the one you take to go out to Maple Ridge. The Pitt River Bridge. Pitt River Bridge. No, I've there. been out there. No, I have not. It's uh, interesting. Um, uh, we're going to be doing uh, our new, well, not new game show. We'll do a new version of the game show called Good, Bad, or Insert Adjective Here, because that's the name we sort of came up with, and we're kind of sticking with it because it's our own and it's original. Um, I don't know who. I don't know who's got to start first or who should be starting first. Scott, well. Scott, you go first because you're back here and you can ask us uh, first a good, bad, or interesting. I'll go first. Okay, so I've got two right now and I'm going to come up with a third one on the spot here. Sure. So number one, Ian, this is more for you. Uh, Jakob Verona, good, bad, or insert adjective here. Oh, that dude's been hot. Dude has been uh, summertime heat hot, I'll tell you. Uh, He got the Forsberg shootout goal the other day. He had a four-goal game. Couple nights ago. Uh, a couple nights ago as well. Uh, can't believe we got him and a, a first round pick. And Richard Ponick. And Ponick in a second for Manta. So that was a pretty good deal. Uh, I like Rana. He's good. Love him. He can't say enough about. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say H A W T. Yes. As your answer, because that's what you yes. said for out. Got it. Okay, Tanner. Thoughts on Jakob Verona? <laughs> Um, good. I, don't, I haven't really followed him. That's a good answer. Good. You, you'll, get, you'll get back on the pod with that answer. You keep <laughs> it up. Uh, do you want me to go next? Okay. Um, go I have another one. All right, you go ahead. I'll, I'll do all three. Sure. I'll do all, I'll do all three. Um, so this is unreleased at this point, but Migos Culture 3 album. Good, bad, insert adjective here. If you've heard any previews, I have not um, heard any. You'll previews. have an answer to this, but if I, not, that's okay. I, I have no answer no? to it. I'm. I think Culture One was better than Culture Two, wasn't it? Even though Culture Two had like a couple good songs as well. Yes. I, okay, I'm with you there. Culture One was better. Than I think two. it was better because it's the OG one, so I can't hate on the OG one. But like, no. No. I don't know. Never. Tanner might know more than I would. I haven't heard anything, but if it's anything like the movie industry where the one one first movie is the best and then the last next two are, eh, I'll say mediocre. Hey, don't disrespect, the, was it Terminator or Terminator 2? That, that Terminator <laughs> 2 slaps. There you go. Um, okay, I've got my last one here. Um, I am just writing it down right now. Stranger Things. Good, bad, insert adjective here. Uh, speaking of uh, film, well, TV shows, um, I would, it's meh, an adjective, like, it's def, it's definitely like what Tanner said of, like, it's decreased my, like, interest level in, in the seasons. It started wow. out good, and then just. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Yeah. Tanner? Tanner, your thoughts on Stranger Things? 
haven't watched any episodes. No comment. Probably the good. That's also probably a good answer. What? There's yeah, better. You know, I, the reason I, why I ask is because I just don't watch. And what are you? How far yeah. into it are you? Do you want me to spoil it for you? No, don't spoil it. I finished season one, um, so, which is which was really good, and I'm just starting season two probably tonight, hopefully. Um, so, what's your? Uh, uh, yeah, I love it so far. What's your Big really rating it's on season one? Of definitely us. a fun show to watch for sure. What's your What's your Big season one rating for Stranger Things? Oh, season one. Three and 3.75. That's lower than I thought you would give it. Well, it's not the greatest show in the world. It's very good. So it's not a five-star show, but it is very good. I will say that. It's probably more like a four, but you know Anyways, what? Okay. On. That's fine. Next? Um I'll go next. Uh, we, we just told Tanner about this, so it's probably not, he probably doesn't have anything he wants us to ask that are, anything to ask that's good, bad, or insert adjective here. So I won't force him to ask if he doesn't have anything. Um, but I do want to ask both you guys Bass Pro Shops, good, bad, or insert adjective here. How do you guys feel about Bass Pro Shop? Good. Good? Everything, everything you can imagine. Tanner says good. <laughs> Um, I think Bass Pro is pretty good. I I'm, again, I'm not a huge hunter, man, hunter fisherman, that kind of thing. Um, but they have cool hats, and I bought a shirt there once. It was on sale. It I still have it in my closet. I still wear it. So, yeah, fine, fine is my I, adjective. The uh, the American in me kind of wants to see what the hunting rifles are like, but again, you can't go into the gun section unless you have the actual like permits or license to operate permits a gun. But I, uh, I'd like to see what those are like and how that operate, you know, how they operate. That's part of it. Be interesting. Not, not. Yeah. Have you ever gun. shot a gun? Uh, yeah, I've shot a gun. I've shot a gun a few okay. times, like a, a shot, like shotguns, like when you're going out, like shooting clays or whatever. Um, yeah. Okay. You should, yeah, like, yeah. Cool. Wasn't ideal. Wasn't my favorite. Uh, I didn't, didn't totally enjoy that because I went with my. I had to go out. So this, it was a boxing day uh, and it was snowing like hell, cold in the Okanagan with my dad's family. And I had to operate the shotgun, which hurt my yeah. shoulder because it's like, that's just how it is. Um, not a big fan of it. Not saying I'm pro gun or anything. I just like to see how they work. Um, also, uh, hot sauce. You guys are big hot sauce fans. Good, bad, or insert adjective here about hot sauce. Scott can go first. On what, sorry? Hot sauce. Hot sauce. Um, like sriracha's, yes. Sriracha's good. Um, hot sauce, hit and miss. It depends what it is, and it depends what it's on. Like I'll just got, say, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, if you got Frank's red hot sauce, if you had the option to have that with, with something, maybe you're taking it. Maybe I wouldn't, like... Yeah, I would. Dr- I wouldn't drench it, but like a little bit. Yeah, it's okay. Right. I'm a. I like spicy food, so yeah. All right. Yeah. Tanner, yeah. do you Tanner, do you like hot sauce? I'm uh, not a huge fan. Uh, but um, my mom actually made a recipe not too long ago, like maybe a week ago, where it was um, chicken. You fry it up and then you cook some rice on the side, and then you for the sauce you put, uh, I think a whole bottle of 
uh, Frank's red hot sauce in it. And then you put um, cream cheese in it too. So it's like nice and spicy, but like not too spicy. And it's pretty good on rice. Let's go. like, like sweet heat. I can send you the, the recipe later if please, you want. Please send me the recipe later. I would, I would really appreciate that. Um, and, and a final thing. Um, uh, Vancouver. I'm going to say just Vancouver, the city itself. Good, bad, or interactive here. How do we feel about Vancouver? It's the homeland. I can't hate on the homeland. Um, it's it's beautiful. Vancouver is a beautiful city. Um, the traffic isn't beautiful, but that's that's one aspect of it for the most part. If you know your way around, Vancouver is a beautiful city. Thoughts on Vancouver, Tanner? Oh, I, I love living here. And in, in Okanagan, when you're living there, like everything closes like like 9, 10. So like, you can't go and get dessert <laughs> at like 1 a.m. So it's a little bit of bummer. Um, but I mean, with every city, it's always the good and the bad. There's a few things we could fix around here. But other than that, I think like a 9 out of 10 for Vancouver. I like to do uh, – one day I will do like a, like a, a BC town and city rankings. And then I'm going to, you know – probably put vancouver at the top but uh also it's nice when it's it's also nice when it's sunny like this when the weather's good and it makes you want to go outside and be outside that that also helps um you want to do the mailbag section scott yeah let's bring it oh i guess i have to pull that up hey you want to pull that up you want me to pull that up i got it i got it let me actually maybe you should your internet's a little bit better than mine mine's been a little spotty today I thought you were almost in Kelowna with how bad your Wi-Fi was. Um, his Wi-Fi yeah. so bad. Uh, his, wi- his Wi-Fi so bad. It took him a second or two to actually get that. Um, we have four questions in our mailbag, all from Jevin at Left Side Heavy Pod. Uh, shout out Jevin. Go check out his stuff. Uh, Great guy. Great guy. Spoiler alert: We're going to be on his podcast next week, so we're already spoiling it to him for him. Uh, he's probably not going to be thrilled, but we'll be on that next week, next Monday. Uh, Jevin says first, Lil Baby or Da Baby? Oh, dude, this is so easy. It's Lil Baby. This is so easy. Tanner? Jevin Azar? No, I don't really listen to mobile rap. That's fair, too. Uh, I'm going to say no, okay. Lil, uh, it's Lil Baby, easily, uh, without a well, doubt. Who are you, dude? The baby's way better. The baby is way better? The baby's baby? way better. The baby has maybe two. 100%. No, the baby has like maybe two songs. If no, you told, no. if you told, if you told, if you told two good songs, if you told me I could either listen to a little baby feature or the baby song, I would rather listen to the song with the little baby feature. That that's yeah, that's different though because it's one part of a song. That's that's a different debate. I that's don't think so. y'all. We'll have to get uh, Kyle and Keith on here to give us some rap. Uh, that sounds like a really bad idea uh go to pizza <laughs> order do you guys each you have a go-to pizza or mine uh i love uh just regular crust pepperoni salami that's my go-to uh for a pizza order obviously cheese don't think that needs to be said but just in case people make fun of me for it uh pepperoni salami uh tanner do you have a go-to pizza order um fresh slices barbecue chicken pizza. Ooh, respect that's, Ooh, that's a good that's a good can't choice go wrong with that. that is a good one scott oh i don't know um 
Denunzi's makes a nasty uh, barbecue chicken pizza. It's actually really good. Um, but their meat lovers pizza, if I remember, is good. Yeah, too. the um, oh, what's it called? What's that called? It was uh, like a hilarious name. Um, oh, the butcher, like Joey the butcher. That's the name of the pizza. Denunzi. Oh, okay, I, sure, yeah. that sounds right. That's that's the one we got you when you were uh, kind of sauced on Super Bowl weekend a couple years ago. So, sounds about right. Yeah, it sounds right. So, um, but yeah, it's. Yeah, probably the barbecue chicken from Denny's is my favorite one, especially in Kelowna. But Top Hat's, uh, Top Hat's pepperoni slaps. It's a five-star five Big Eats right there. Well, aren't you kind? Uh, in, case, in, case, in case you don't know, Top Hat is where my uh, my brother's works. My brother works. Um, Jevin, also, this is a two-parter, so I'll go with the first one. If you have, If you had to recite one song from front to back, what would it be? But the second part of that is, if you were to mess up, you're dead. But if you beat Eminem in a rap battle, you can live. See, I don't mm. know. I don't think I can name any. I, I, was I, could, I don't think I could recite any song from front to back. I have a couple. I have a couple. Tanner, I'll let you go first, though. I think I just got a default on this one and say happy birthday. Can't go wrong with that. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good choice by Tanner right there. No, play it I, safe. Wish, play I, it wish, safe. I wish I thought of that. That's funny. <laughs> Happy birthday is Tanner's go-to karaoke song right there. You heard it here first, folks. That would rule. I would you heard it here first. Uh, yeah, no, I don't have that any would songs. Be, Scott, Scott nope. what's your two? Um, so people, some people that listen to this podcast, um, one of... Can, I, playing... can, I, can I guess them? Uh, sure. Um, sure. There's no way you're getting one of them. Uh, is it uh, Hollaback Girl by Gwen Stefani? No, no. <laughs> that was my one. That was my one. Get the other was... one. One of them is either like Amigos or a Future song. Nope. Oh, okay, then I have no idea. I'm I'm in left field in this one. What are, What are your two songs that you can recite so, front of? One of them is it, is it the Canadian national anthem? Well, that's probably one of them. Um, no, Holy by Florida Georgia Line, a country song. It's, definitely i can recite that one i would now it's my probably my go-to karaoke song um maybe blinding lights but it'd be hard um you're really from that's probably holy you're really from like the suburbs and what rural area of Kelowna, aren't you when you can go country song front to back i mean what can i say but yeah it's yeah probably a country song would be my go-to karaoke song for sure um, I could probably, oh, I don't know, maybe T-shirt by Migos. Maybe it'd be a, it'd be hard though. I have to relearn it. Um, there's got to oh, be like... also the Drake part from Never Recover. I do know that part very well. Okay. Um. So as it turns so... out, Jevin, uh, Scott and I are alive, or Scott and Tanner are alive, and I'm dead because I can't name a song. I can't recite a song front to back. Um. Any other, Tanner, anything else you want to plug or shout out before we head out here, before we go uh, on the podcast? Anything you want to promote just before we head out? Sure, yeah. Um, don't gamble on Doge. Please, <laughs> please don't gamble on Doge. <laughs> it's not worth it. Like, you can see those crazy gains in a few days, but you're going to get wiped out one of these days. Infinite supply is not good, so... Know your, know your limits, play within it. There and you don't go. invest in Doge. Got it. Okay. Got it. 
Uh, Scott, anything else before we head out here, before we go? Honestly, that was tenor said it. That was a great way to end the podcast. Don't invest in Doge. I never have. And I've never been a big stonks guy, but um, here we are. You just like the you just like the meme. You don't actually invest in it. You just like oh, the meme. Like... Yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't understand the Bitcoin Dogecoin, but Tanner gave us a really good insight today, and we yeah. we thank Tanner for that, and we're really happy you came on. It's actually been a long time coming. We wanted to get you on for a year, like a year at least, but now, but we're happy you're here. So we've been trying to make it happen, and it's finally happened. So thanks for having me. You're welcome, Tanner. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. You know where to find us. We'll be we'll be back again soon. Peace out. <laughs>